Welcome to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. We outside, so you're gonna hear a lot of things chirping and everything. So bear with me. We about to get into a deal where, you know, we're gonna call it uh, you know, uh, you don't know my name. You know, like the song, you know. But I mean. What I'm about to talk about is something that's, you know, uh, is, is, is unaware of the things that's go, that goes on in the Bible. Is unaware how uh, human people were doing this work and everything. And nobody understands really that... Uh, <clears throat> Just because you do have a calling, you're still gonna do some some type of sin and human things and everything. You gonna go through life. Uh, nobody is superior. God makes people uh, call people to do things that some people just wouldn't understand. But this this ain't the topic for that part. This topic is you don't know my name. And here we go. We're going to go with uh, 1 Samuel 16, 11, 12. Okay, and 1 Samuel 16, 11, 12 says this. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remained yet the youngest. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down Till he come hitter. You know what I'm saying? Hitter. Alright? We ain't gonna sit down till he come hitter. Okay, now this is a young boy now, okay? Alright. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was Rudy and widow of a beautiful uh contentions. Alright? Contentions. Uh don't don't mind my speaking. And godly to uh, uh, look on to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. And then Samuel did that. He anointed him and all his other stuff, all right? Because see, Saul was troubled by an evil spirit of God. And when, when, when this happened, he took away the good spirit of God, which means that he felt good doing God's work. All right, he had a good, a good spirit in him, and he was doing God's work, and he was, he was feeling good. But something Saul did brought a troubling soul spirit to him, because it says that for the Lord troubled him, all right, with an evil spirit, and that's when you're guilty, you feel guilty about something, and you, you done, done something wrong, and your conscience is eating at you, and you know that you did. God ain't gonna forgive you for this, especially. You dig after after uh, being sworn in to do this. It's like any anything, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that you take and do, whether it's your job or being a parent or something like that. But we ain't gonna get too much into that. So they went and got this little kid. His name is David. This little dude is beautiful. The little dude is very cute. All right, and they they, uh, they anointed him and all this other stuff. Now David was anointed to take Saul's place. All right, and Saul didn't even know it. 
right? That go out with that go out with crickets right there, right now. So keep up. And uh, 16, 21, 22 says this. It says, uh, and David came to Saul. All right, after he anointed him, this is this is this is not even knowing that David is anointed to take his spot. And David came to Saul and stood in front of him, right, and he loved him greatly and became his armor bearer, all right? And Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he had found favor in my eyes, in my sight. Which means that David played music really good for the soul. Like, we all need music to either get us hype or just touch our souls or get us into the word of the Lord and all this other stuff, right? Well, well, David had a harp and he played it real good. And that's what, that's what summons David to Saul. But God summons David to uh, take uh, Saul's place and he don't even know what's about to happen. You don't even know my name. So here it is. After Saul loved this little dude, now you got, you got, you got, you got same sex happening here, and it's anointed, all right? This ain't something that uh, God, uh, you know, it's an abomination, all right? But this was something that just happened out of sin, out of lust, and it happened, and it happened for a reason. So there's nothing to question about, it's just something to realize that none of our brothers and sisters are perfect when they're doing this walk. But long as you ain't doing the things that God would, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying? Get rid of you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some things, some things go down to where it, it really makes God get rid of you. And this is what he's doing right now. He's getting, he's in the process of getting rid of him. So David had to sustain this and he had to live with the fact that this is how life is right now. And that's how life is right now, right now. You know, people will love you. And uh, it's going to be within your household, your, your congregation, your school, your job, whatever. If you accept it, you accept it. If you don't, then don't. That's the bottom line to when it comes to lust, our sin. But let's get further into this. 1715 says this, all right? It says, but David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at, Beth, uh, at Bethlehem. And this is where the war has started between the Philistines and the Israelites. And, and, and Saul is out there on the battlefield. He didn't already left the, the, the palace and all that. But David was still there. And, but David had a job still to do, and he went and done that. So as David out there and he doing his thing, David's father tells him, hey, look, go and send this, this, this food and stuff to your brothers on the battlefield. And I know they hungry and they thirsty. All right? Now, here you have a father that then gave his son, he, he sent his son on a donkey with bread and wine to this man, this grown man, to make love to him. And everybody know the deal. When it comes to this, it's called what? Child trafficking. What is? What else is it called? Uh, pedophile. Okay. 
I'm not going to sugarcoat the Bible. A spade is a spade. But at the same time, this is what's going on in these times and these days. And guess what? This is what's going on in the Bible as God allows this to happen. Because, see, instead of God snapping his fingers and getting rid of people again, God said he wasn't going to kill the earth because of what man does. But instead, he, he summons the tribe to take over the power of him getting rid of things that's not, you know what I'm saying, worthy of him in, in, in the world. When it comes to uh, our brothers and sisters that get caught up too deep into their uh, sin. All right? It's not the fact that God killed Sodom and Gomorrah because of their sins. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he killed God, uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, because nobody up in there wasn't believers. You know what I'm saying? There was not one person in there that believed. Because if there was, I believe Sodom and Gomorrah would have been saved from their city. If somebody would have just believed. Because we all sinners. Was not Abraham sinning? Did they not take Hagar and, 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 and out of wedlock? You know what I'm saying? I mean, not out of wedlock, but commit adultery? God did not send uh, Abraham uh, 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 Hagar. So we're going to call a spade a spade around here, and we're going to keep moving because, see, we demonize people because of what happens to them in life, not knowing what that person's went through. If my brothers are gay, my brothers are gay. That's the bottom line. What makes they sin evil to where something has to happen is when they don't believe in God and, and curse them out and do some evil things while they caught up in their sin. Because uh, murderers is not uh, 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 forgiven either unless they believe in all that and stop what they're doing. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Don't be evil with it because there's a time for everything. But let me just, just keep going, all right? Uh, so 17, 15, he's, he's going back home. He's going to feed the sheep and all that. So now we got 17, we got 17, 54, 58. And in 17, 54, 58, it goes like this here. It says, and David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. And this is after he killed the uh, the giant and David carrying the dead head. This is a kid. Now this is what this is what they're going through. This is battle. This is a kid that's been killed. This giant chopped his head off and and everything. But now let me let you know. Now the giant was like eight foot tall. All right. Yeah, it says it in the Bible. How tall he was? He was eight foot, eight or nine foot, one of the two. But being David. As a grown man, David was four foot some inches as a grown-up. So think how, how big he was as a little teenager. I think he was like 12 or 13 when he first got, when he killed that giant. He was about 12 or 13. So, so picture a nine foot something against a, like a four foot little, three foot something, three foot nine, four foot one little dude. Yeah, he would be a giant, especially if he had a lot of meat on him and muscle. But uh, he carrying his head, and he got his head, and when 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 and when Saul saw David go forward against the Philistine, he said unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, 
Whose son is this you? Man, you don't even know my name. Man, you, you didn't lay it up with me all night. You, 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 you heard me? And you didn't got busy and we didn't got drunk and everything and you don't even remember me now. Ain't that something? Ain't that a man to just get on you and do your thing and do his thing and you don't even remember you no? Like, hey, like, hey, y'all, which, who is who? Well, I'll be. You know what I'm saying? But it says in 16 that Saul sent to his, his daddy, Jesse. And Saul said, hey, let David stay with me. But you did, let's keep going again. It says, because this gets deeper. It says, Abner, Abner said, as thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 Abner, like, I don't know who that is. I don't know this dude. I don't know this kid. You know what I'm saying? And the king said, uh, inquire thou whose son uh, the, the stripling is. All right? And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And this dude still carrying this dead head in his hand, you know what I'm saying? And they talking and they discussing. And Saul said to, to him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, And I am the son of thy servant Jesse, Bethlehem, uh, Bethlehemite. Okay, and uh, you think David would have stood up there and said, Hey, man, don't, don't you remember me, man? I'm that little cute dude, brother, that you... You uh, took and made love to, remember? We was just in your bed. You wasn't saying all that last night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you was calling my name and all that. But I don't want to get I don't want to get out of whack with the Bible. But this is how this is how we living in our sins today. That we don't take and apply this Bible to our lives to see that we are the same. We we making the same foolish mistakes as our brothers and sisters did towards God. And just living our lives every day, not knowing my name, not knowing his name, not knowing God's name is going to get you asked out. So we go to 18 right now. 18 says, uh, and it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was kent with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So here we have Jonathan, the prophet, who's making love with him. So this is a guy in the congregation that is doing this. This is the this is the prophet of God now that is making love to this man, which is man on man and everything, and they doing their thing and getting busy and all that type of stuff. Right there. On the spot. That's how cute this little dude was. And I guess he was really sassy or something because it turned them on. So anyway, here we go. It says uh and, 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 and after he made love, says, And Saul took him that day and would, and would let him go no more home to his father's house. And I'm going to close with that. Because, see, here we got a man that then took sex traffic Led up there, got the, got the little kid drunk and everything. The father prostituted his son. This is what we do right now under oppression. 
Under oppression, we do these things and all that, and all we could do is ask for forgiveness. That's the bottom line when we're living in this world. But as we live in this world, we got to understand something. Your sins ain't no bigger than mine's. All right? And mine's ain't no worse than yours. So don't sit here and look at me and say something about me when you're doing what you're doing. No matter what you're doing, is different from what I'm doing. But don't look here and call me something, you know what I'm saying, worse than what you are. Because we are the same sinners. It says, thou shalt not do this and that and all this other stuff. But when it comes to God allowing things, it doesn't make it to where God ain't real and this is, this is not how... You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to act on anything. No, this is how people act. So we can't blame God for what man does. All we could do is just ask for forgiveness in our sins and ask God to accept, you know, because God is only looking for your soul. He's not looking for your flesh. Whatever this world brings you through and forces you to do, no matter what it is, you have to be Kindle with, 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 with God, man. You you got to stop forgetting his name through the stuff. Don't let it get you too far out there where you don't even know this man's name. Because that's when it's going to get bad. So we're going we're gonna to just set that to the side, man, because <clears throat> there's a lot of people that lives out here today, man, and they don't get this type of preaching. They get a lot of preaching and they good. I ain't gonna lie, they, they really are. They got a lot of good brothers and sisters out here that's doing their things. That, you know what I'm saying? And I don't criticize none of them for how they do it and I don't criticize none of them for whatever sin they probably be in. All I know is that what I'm doing is different from what they're doing and I can't bring myself over to doing what they're doing because that's not how I do it. That's not how I'm called to do it. But I am called to still be affiliated with all my brothers and sisters that send in, whether they congregation and preachers or whether they just hoodlums and thugs and stuff. No matter which one of them, of them they are, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm no righteous than you if I'm not doing what you're doing. And you're no righteous than me if you're not doing what I'm doing. So we're going to call it a day on that, man, and we're going to love each other in, in, in one way, and that's with God. Amen? Well, then, let the let the may the angel say, "Oh, amen," and let the Bronx say, "Word."